again. And uh, I'm obviously doing another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're here. And it's episode 51. Um, just want to start by thanking everyone for listening to the last podcast um being very kind all the feedback i got was really lovely um so thank you for that and also obviously thank you to young george and emily without them it wouldn't have been possible and to be honest i probably wouldn't even be doing the podcast without them um they've been really nice so thanks again um that was kind of a bit adminy that so move on shall we um what day is it it's monday it's monday night it's 10 37 p.m uh so it's kind of like uh well it's nearly bedtime is what it is um I've, i'm trying I, I can't imagine how many times i've mentioned this on the podcast but i'm like you know w- working to get like nicer sleep <laughs> and uh last night was the um that was like the first time in um quite a while actually that i slept really well um like the first lockdown of this year i was sleeping amazing i was being really productive and i was i felt great then we kind of went back to work and all of that stuff ended up back in the office and i just completely I went back into my old habits of like sleeping five hours a night and like, you know, not being, not looking after myself, I guess. And, uh, but I'm kind of recovering from that now. Um, I suppose the idea of only doing that in lockdown is not really sustainable because obviously, you know, we're not going to be in lockdown forever hopefully um don't know maybe it maybe it just means i have to quit my job or something um so hopefully hopefully uh the cryptocurrencies all you know do incredibly well and uh i can sell them off and stop worrying about the fact that they might just completely capitulate overnight um uh yeah we'll see about that shall we um it's funny though i've actually had a really lovely day had a really good day today um has as far as mondays go i would say that i think it might be top 10 top 10 mondays ever for me um and i know what you're thinking you might you might be thinking, oh, well, you know, you must have done something nice to it, you know, for it to be a top 10 day of all time, top 10 Monday of all time. And truthfully, um, I, I didn't really achieve all that much. I mean, I, I had a really nice sleep, which I think counts for a lot. Um, it was quite sunny. Yeah, it was pretty sunny. It was bright. And there wasn't much wind, which is another thing. And um, like work was pretty chill. Well, no, I guess it was just, I was just on top of my work, which is good. 
and um, like there were no hidden, there were no surprise things. I think that's like one thing that's, I guess, important. I like to not be surprised at work. Um, and yeah, I I went for a run. I ran a PB, and I I I had this. I thought I would run a PB today. I had like a I had a good feeling about it, and I did. But I wonder if like it's kind of a chicken and the egg scenario. Like, did I run a PB because I thought I would, and there therefore I kind of like you know manifested it, or like, um, well, I don't know if there is such a thing as the other way around. Maybe I was always going to run a PB, and I just kind of knew. I don't know. Maybe I'm from the future. Um, but yeah. And then I got home after my run. I had a nice piece of my banana bread that I made over the weekend. Peanut butter and jam banana bread, I might add. A um, little bit of butter. Cheeky. Um, and had that. And then it was, yeah, it was just pretty chill. And then later on, I went for a bit of a walk. I bought some ginger beers, some Bundabergs, and um, some burgers. Got home, cooked the burgers. They were nice. Um, watched some football. And, yeah, here I am just chilling. And I'm ready for... I'm kind of like in a nice ready for bed situation, but I feel not very yawny. Although now I've sort of mentioned the yawn, that might come um, at some stage. I don't know. I just feel super, super contented, and that's nice. It's like really, this is as good as I felt in a while, um, especially on Monday. And yeah, I don't know. The good vibes are here. The good vibes are definitely here. And, you know, I recognize that content wise, this is like clearly a drop off in comparison to kind of like uh, me being able to sit out for five minutes while two other people discuss their, their favorite meal deals. But, um, you know, frankly, I just don't have the staff to be able to <laughs> have podcasts with other people every single week. Um, but I think for me, the way it'll work is kind of the drop off in quality and laughs uh, <laughs> will just kind of mean that it will be all the more sweet when, when you get to hear David Setry tell you about his favorite holiday that he's ever been on or um, Jake Sansbury talking about, uh, <laughs> I don't know what Jake Sansbury talking about anything would be, would be the best thing ever. Um, yeah. I think my idea with the with the round table thing is that I I kind of know a reasonable like collection of people I think and I think I can get some quite interesting perspectives. So one week it might be a bit of a uh, you know it'll be the Dave Setry show basically when he turns up. Um, I've discussed with him and I think he's kind of tentative and that's fine. I understand. Um, but hopefully he'll have seen the runaway success of the last podcast and thought, yeah, I want to get in on that. You know, it might even, I know it's hard to believe, but it might even make the legend of Setri, you know, spread around the world. 
I I did just look before. I've been looking at my geographical breakdown, and interestingly enough, I can actually see the the individual places in the countries where where I'm popular. So in America, somehow, and it doesn't really make sense to me. In America, fit like more than fifty percent. When I say America, I mean like the USA. More than 50% of the listenership in America is in Washington. Presumably, yeah, the state of Washington. I'm very bad on states, so I apologize. Um, And that to me seems mad because how do they know? (laughs) How do you know this? How do you know where I am? Anyway, um, I guess hello to you in Washington. Um, but I, I just found it really interesting. Um, if not a little, (laughs) a little scary, I guess. Uh, anyway, do get in touch if you're from Washington and you listen to the podcast. How could you get in touch with me? Well, um, I'm on Twitter, uh, under, you can find me on Twitter under the name idle headed fool. Because I didn't really, uh, I don't, I didn't really think when I made this, so I just kind of, I put, um, I went on a Shakespearean insult generator website, and it came up with idle-headed fool, and I thought that was really good, so it's my Twitter account, so it's i d l e h e a d e d f z f o o l I nearly said F00L. That's not true. There are no numbers in my Twitter handle. Don't know why I'm saying this. This is supposed to be the podcast. Anyway, um, shall we do a bibbidi bobbidi? I'll come back very shortly and we can actually talk about real things. Hello, I'm here again. And. Um, over the weekend, I suppose over the lockdown, you kind of, I don't know. I'm not sure what you're supposed to do really. Like, so I go out for my walks, I go out for the run. We get takeout once a week. It's normally a healthy-ish takeout, but we do get a takeout, um, just to get out of the house. This is me and my mother. Um, and I, you know, I cook a bit I did well, I cooked steaks on Saturday night for me and mum steak and pepper sauce that was nice and then uh, I baked banana bread on Sunday for Mother's Day but um, even so like you find that you've got quite a bit of spare time and um, like one of the websites I used to go on when I was like a kid well I say a kid when I was younger uh was like I used to go on Omegle, which is like a it's like a video chat site, and I don't really remember what I did when I was younger. I think I was probably too young to be on it. I think you're supposed to be eighteen, but whatever. No one on it is what well, I say. No one on it is eighteen. There's there's an awful lot of paedophiles, and then there's also there's like an awful lot of like you know children. So, so it's kind of changed a lot since I was on it. 
like when I when I first started, when I went on it when I was like younger, it was kind of just like people my age and it was like girls and boys. And it was kind of cool like you'd talk to someone from like America and you'd get really excited by the uh by the notion of their accent. And that was kind of enough to really like tick the box for me. I was excited by that. Um but yeah, I, f- I saw some some curious sights on Omegle and I wanted to sort of share my, um, I guess, my concerns with you as the cat comes to join me for a little, um, for a little sit, I guess. And um, <laughs> she's just kind of really very closely joined me here and I've just laughing, I'm laughing nervously now. Um, but yeah, I suppose one of the key elements of Omegle now is that you sort of have to um, navigate through a kind of like a sea, like a very tumultuous sea of, of willies, penises, dicks and cocks and balls. Um Sorry for all of those language, language bad, those words that are bad. Um, sorry. But yeah, there's an awful lot of the male anatomy on show on Omegle. And um, <laughs> I mean, like, it's fine, I guess, for me, in that it's no great shock. Like, you know, I've not, like, there was nothing I saw that I hadn't kind of vaguely seen before in some form or another. Um, But nevertheless, it's not necessarily a welcome sight, shall we say. So that's kind of part of the problem that you have. Um, Yeah. You have to kind of navigate past the, past the penises. And then once you get past there, you sort of you then you you're also faced with kind of the perverts and the pedophiles. Um, I remember seeing like there's the occasional like fat old man who's just kind of in the camera, just showing his face, like just completely showing himself. And like I guess if if his wife just happened to be on in the other room, she would. <laughs> like it would be an awkward dinner table conversation. Like, there's no an- anonymity there. Um, that said, I was kind of not particularly anonymous, but I I knew my intentions were pure, so I felt fine. Um, whereas presumably, I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the maybe the maybe the fat old man was being, um, you know. Maybe he had good intentions. I just don't know how he knew about the website, you know. Um, anyway, you've got kind of him and then there was also, and sometimes you'll see like um, kind of a wiry, like a man who's got like snake eyes or like fox kind of eyes. He looks like a predator. And he is a predator, clearly. And um, yeah, they're the ones to worry about. He's kind of got a face that, like, you know, 
comes to a point it like meets in a central point like every feature in his face is kind of pointing towards his his nose and his nose is sharp um yeah that sort of guy's on there and he kind of has a salt and pepper beard and like slicked back hair and it's kind of quite it's quite cool and in any other given circumstance you'd you'd maybe even you wouldn't necessarily trust him but you'd possibly think he's kind of like a cool guy anyway it couldn't be more of a you know couldn't look like more of a pedophile in this sort of certain situation um and um then you actually then you have kind of like the children the full-on children so there was a boy who must have been seven years old who had like a like a gaming headset on (laughs) and he was just singing um he was like at his computer because he had like a keyboard in front of him he was just sort of singing but like not he didn't look like he was fully like he fully believed in what he was doing um and so i i told him to go to bed and basically every every child i saw i said you should go to you it's time for you to go to bed um and i found that hilarious because they they all got like <laughs> they all got really angry because it was like being told by their parents that they had to go to bed and i like that it doesn't matter who says it or in one what context like i i ruined their nights by saying right time for bed then and <laughs> and they'd be like no and i just you know i would just you know skip them and go to the next person you know the next pedophile or penis um then ah but i wanted to tell you about one person who i uh who i came across it was very brief it was only very brief but it was remarkable really um it appeared to be someone who was kind of seasoned as far as omegle goes because he uh his face wasn't in view of the camera so he must know like or well i don't know but he wanted to be anonymous so whatever he was doing on there was clearly not above board and um he he was sort of sat in like a chair, like a gaming PC chair, not really that important. And um, he had kind of like a white t-shirt, wife beater on, and underneath it you could kind of see like his sort of soft breasts and fat belly. Um, he was not in shape. And um, yeah, he kind of had this wife beater just draped over him. And then um, he was wearing uh, a, a nappy or a diaper <laughs> and um, nothing else. So he was wearing like a wife beater and a nappy, but perhaps even more odd. Well, I don't know if it's more odd. What's more odd to you? He also had a dummy in his mouth, a pacifier. So he was like being a baby. I think I think it's probably more weird to have a dummy in your mouth. 
it's a tough, it's a real tough, it's a tough, you know, either or question really, because wearing a, wearing a nappy at this age, at, I mean, cause this guy, there's no way he's anything less than 35 years old, but I think it's very probable he was well over 40. Um, and he doesn't need to be wearing nappies. So this is purely a, this is a choice. This is a fashion decision for this guy. Um, now, um, so, and, and it's obviously, it's a weird look. And I, my problem was I kind of, I guess, panicked when I saw him because obviously that's like a quite a shocking sight. Um, the dummy in the mouth was very off-putting for me, um, you know, because it kind of showed that he had no intention of speaking. So I'm not really sure what it was. It might have been like punishment from his wife or something. Um, but I'm not sure, really. Um, but yeah, that was odd. Like, that was really strange, because I want to know more about what he was looking to achieve. Like, who, you know, who's his target market? Because I wouldn't be, like, if you told me that he was looking to talk to someone like me, so we're talking like a young, you know, a handsome young book, such as myself, um, it sort of makes sense. Maybe he would want me to, like, boss him around or something. I don't know. But he didn't. Maybe he just didn't think I was handsome, and that's perfectly, perfectly, um, perfectly fair. Um, but yeah, he, he skipped me. <laughs> That's the funny thing. He looked at me and thought, yeah, this guy's too much. Um, so that's an odd one because I think I, that was, that was what I started to enjoy about the whole enterprise was, um, I was just like asking, so the guys who had their, their willies out, I just started asking them, you know, like, what are we doing? What, what are you looking to achieve here? Um, and they, you know, more often than not, in fact, every time they always skipped when I asked them the question. Um, but I still got enjoyment out of like the, the pause, the confusion in their actions. So they'd usually be jazzing themselves silly. And I asked the question, you know, what, what do you want? And then they would stop, you know, for a brief moment thinking about their life. And that was enough for me to be pleased with that. Um, you know, really make them think. So yeah, um, that, that, that happened. And then, um, I ended up which was kind of what was quite nice is in the end. Uh, so my faith in Omegle at this point was like pretty low. I kind of was thinking, I think this website is probably not worth going on again. Um, uh, and then I like spoke, there was like a group of people from uh, Tasmania, which to be honest, I like, this is obviously really ignorant of me, but I wouldn't have known. I didn't really know that people lived in Tasmania. Genuinely. I thought it was kind of like, maybe it was sort of like there'd be a few farms there and like people would live on the farms and then there'd be people there to kind of look after wildlife. 
but mostly it was like wilderness. And I I don't know where that opinion came from. But anyway, these people from from Tasmania were kind of like they were a lot more like they're a lot cooler than me. <laughs> and like it turns out that where I'm from, the Isle of Man, is actually a lot more countryish than Tasmania. Because they were like in their mansion y type thing and they you know they then like showed me the town that they were in and it like it's well nicer than a lot of what we've got here. Well, I say well nicer, it was just I don't know, it just looked like a real town and they have like actual places with like lots of people in it. And I just I kind of had my mind blown by that. Um anyway this is a bit yeah anyway when when uh, when i heard them speak i could tell that they were australian in some way so i kind of said to them um if you've ever heard of where if you've heard will be honest with me if you've heard where i'm from then i'll give you a hundred pounds and uh they had because apparently one of them was the the reason I know they weren't lying was I said where I'm from and then they said exactly where it is. So they said, oh, it's the island between Ireland and England and there is no other island between Ireland and England. Well, no, well, I think there are, but there's none other. There's no one cooler than that. Basically, they were right and I know they were. So I gave them a hundred quid. So, <laughs> so I suppose... Um, because I'm a man of my word, I'm an honorable guy. Um, and they sort of, they, they, they said in return, I think I, I, I kind of said, right in return for that, you need to listen to the podcast. So the hope is that through, through this hundred pound investment, um, I can kind of cultivate, uh, a bit of a cult following in Tasmania. Um, I'd be, I'd really enjoy that. That'd be wonderful. Um, so if you are listening, hello, thank you for your, thank you for your ears. And, um, yeah, do your thing. Help, help this podcast become popular. Although to be fair, if you've made it this far, I mean, fair play to you. Um, because this has been a slow episode. (laughs) Um, uh yeah okay so yeah so i guess in summary omegle was an interesting experience uh i left it a hundred pounds down and you know probably with more questions than answers as far as kind of the gentlemen of the website go um yeah well the majority of the gentlemen on the website go but the other main takeaway in fact the main takeaway all in all is that tasmania is a cool place and um geography has always been a weak point of mine and this has been highlighted by my by my lack of knowledge on tasmania and places like that um but yeah so would i recommend going on a meagle probably not unless unless you kind of you know, follow the rules that I've set. Tell the children to go to bed, and then tell the um, tell the paedophiles and men 
kind of, you know, ask them the question, put them on the spot. And you might be able to have some fun with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, and, and don't just assume that people don't know what the Isle of Man is, I guess. That's another that's another takeaway, because you might end up losing money if you're uh, an idiot like me. So, yeah. Um, I think it's probably time for a bibby bobbity though, isn't it? So I'll be back in two and a half seconds, I think. Hello. Um, just had to, like, sort of, sh uh, like, shift the pillow that my cat sat on because I uh, didn't like the way she was looking at me. Um, she kind of, she had those pre-scratch eyes where her pupils are very dilated. Even though she's kind of like in chill mode, her face kind of looked like she was ready to go for me for no reason. But that's sort of the way she lives her life every now and then. And I respect that. Um, I think she probably just, you know, was a little annoyed that I was, you know, talking to myself in the, uh, you know, in the living room while she's trying to get some well-earned shut eye. So, you know, I can kind of, I can understand, but she's okay now. Um, another thing I did on the weekend, actually, that was really nice was, um, I spoke to a friend of mine. Um, we, I went for a walk on, I think it was, yeah, I went for a walk on Saturday. It was kind of the sun was setting. I was listening to like some kind of music that was like melancholic, like, yeah, I don't know. And I was like thinking about like my friends, some of my friends and like kind of how I hadn't spoken to them for a while because of like, I guess, COVID and other bits and pieces like that. Um, I haven't been able to travel and I'm really, really bad on my phone. Um, like, I'm not great on messages. Um, so I like, I sent him a message while I was going for a walk and I was like, yeah, feel a bit, I feel, I, I said something like, feel a bit rubbish that we haven't spoken in a while. Like, do you want to, should we have a, like a catch up? So we did. And the next day, Sunday, Mother's Day, <laughs> so I gave mum a card, made the, baked the banana bread, so, you know, said happy Mother's Day, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, going to go have a call now. Made a nice cafetiere of coffee. And, um, yeah, just sat and chatted to my friend for three and a half hours. I can, sh yeah, it was three and a half hours the whole call was. Um, and we basically had to stop it because we both desperately needed the toilet. Um, and <laughs> so, you know, nature called at the end and yeah, but it was lovely. And I, and I partly, do you know, I would say, I, I think that's probably got something to do with my mood right now because, um, I think I probably, I must've had three and a, at least three hours of stuff that I needed to vent. It wasn't even anything serious. It was just kind of like life stuff. Um, and also it was nice to hear what he had to say, even though I, I like, as you can imagine being a professional podcaster now, I 
pretty much hijacked the conversation. Um, I did notice this probably <laughs> probably like two hours in, and I apologized, but he was fine. Um, but yeah, um, I guess my point there is that I think it's kind of cool that we can do that now, like even in the lockdown, in any case, if you want to talk to someone, they could be anywhere in the world and you can set three and a half hours aside and just talk to them, hash it out. It's nice. Um, I was on camera to him. I had a lot of really embarrassing angles. I was kind of just lying in bed, big double chins, unshaven for quite some time, wearing the same clothes I have done for days on end. Today I had a nice shower though, and I, I'm wearing new clothes today, so I feel quite sexy, actually. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, my point is, is like, sometimes it's good to talk. Um, and I think, you know, if you ever feel like you want to talk to someone, uh, you should just reach out to people, reach out to me if you want to, I'd listen. I might talk your head off as well, but you know, I'm, I'm around and, um, yeah, I th it was really good for my headspace, and hopefully it was for his too. Maybe it's made him worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good to talk. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Um, it's very kind of you. Uh, we're we're coming up on a year in podcasting, so I'm going to have to come up with another special idea. We'll probably just do another round table. But I thought I was good enough. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to other people and I will see you next time.